0: Welcome to the Nourishing Place podcast. My name is Kelly Newton. I'm an intuitive spiritual guide on a mission to support the collective in reconnecting with spirit, healing from the inside out, and bridging the gap between the spiritual and physical realms. I will be bringing you interviews, tools, chats, and resources designed to empower you as you expand into who you truly are. I am so excited and grateful that you tuned in today. Let's get started. All right. All right. So I just finished recording this episode with Talia. It's our second podcast episode. And I just want you to know that um, I'm posting it raw as is and just be prepared for that. Like there are some moments where we might lose our train of thought. I haven't even listened to it again. I'm not going to listen to it again. Like I said, I've just finished that recording. Um, So yeah, I really hope you enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone. Today, I have Talia on with me again for a part two. If you missed part one, I highly, I highly suggest going listening to it. It's about past lives, past life regressions, I should say. And Talia just explains so many different aspects of regression so beautifully. And so in this episode, we're going to be talking about a part of the past life regression um, that I experienced with her as my guide. And before we fully jump in, I just want to share with listeners that this episode does come with a trigger warning. So we will be talking about some tender topics, suicide and death of a child included in that. So if that's not for you, please hop off right now. Um, The regression was really healing for me, but what I experienced was also really painful and emotional and definitely has brought up a whole slew of things. So we will be going into that as well. And and like what I felt, what I experienced, but also what Talia experienced and what her process is too. So I'm just really excited to bring this episode to you where her and I both get to share um, our experiences. All regressions are different. So this is just one part of one regression. Um, I did not know what to expect and I certainly did not expect what had happened. Um, So after this session, a week later, we also did a Reiki session a celestial Reiki session, this channel, different than any Reiki session I'd had before. And that brought even more answers to us. So we're going to kind of keep this in pieces and try to make it as clear as possible. But as we talked about before we started recording, we are in Mercury retrograde. There is a lot going on in the sky and it's eclipse season. So bear with us here. <laughs> so, Talia, if you just want to say hi and just we can just jump right in if you want and start kind of talking about. You know, your experience as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much again for having me Um, and going over. You know, I just want to say thank you for being so raw, vulnerable with your audience on your experience. Past lives are, they are personal, you know, and they are something that when we open up even just one little aspect of our soul story, Um, The activations continue and we're still, you know, it's been weeks and we're still unpacking it (laughs) and I'm sure you're still (laughs) feeling it and we're trying to articulate something that is a big topic today. So um, I'll just dive in to kind of explain um, your regression um, and how we were able to step into three past lives. Um, including there were contacts of in-between lives, which is the afterlife. There were dialogues with spirit guides as well, once we do cross over, Now, like I said, it is a sensitive topic. The one we're focusing on today um, is where you landed. um, And I'm sure you'll want to go into details about it. But one of them that you landed into do have themes of um, that is suicide, and that was of a loss. And then um, the contact of which guide came through for you, um, how you cross over and the whole process, of you know, while you're in regression, um, I'm feeling sensations, I'm seeing um, as well, your guide with you. And And I'm writing and you're talking, your, your conscious mind is, is observing and talking while you are experiencing through the subconscious body, right? Which is tapping into your soul memory, right? So it's a very layered process as we're engaging. (laughs) I am writing things down as you're speaking. And I am also connected through my third eye, connected through my my like, like the empathic inside of me is feeling the emotion that you're feeling when you drop and land into these past lives. So I'm on the ride with you. You know, I'm not just on the outside. Um, Once we do regression work, that bridge between um, who's undergoing the regression and who's guiding it really does create um, the portal, if that makes sense. And that's why regression feels so different than a guided meditation. Um, It does feel different if we try to attempt it on our own, um, because we do need someone that is what I call that silver cord that's keeping the physical body in a certain state while the astral and light body is experiencing time, yet experiencing um, other worlds as well. So I'm the lifeline <laughs> if that makes sense. So um, it's a very, very, um, like I said, layered process. So what I love about today, and again, thanking you for is that we're pretty much reviewing um, we're reviewing the the after of the past life regression, And then we're also revealing um, where we experienced some healing messages through the energy work that we did after the regression work. And I feel when we do past life regression, then past life Reiki, it brings things full circle. And I know you probably want to share and talk about that. So I just kind of want to introduce myself, my role and the part of how I supported this journey through your past lives with you. And again, I'm super grateful for your trust and your openness really does mean a lot like this. I don't take past lives lightly because I do know the impacts once we start, um, bringing our awareness to it. So again, thank you for having me.
0: Yes, 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 yes. I'm so excited. I know. Um, that I I mean, I just must have trusted you immediately because everything that came through was just so powerful, you know, and like big. We didn't start lightly. I'll just say that. It wasn't like a whoo, like this is fun. It was like a oh my God, <laughs> like what have I done?
1: I um, know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I will say also, um, like even before we started, you you told me like you were gonna be asking me questions throughout. And I think what I am excited about about the next past life progression I get to experience with you um, later in the summer is that so your conscious mind my conscious mind is talking to me but I also like you said I'm experiencing it subconsciously so when you asked me a question you said just give me the first answer but sometimes consciously I was like Talia no this answer makes no sense you know like there was that time where you're like how old are you I'm six it's 1990 well that can't be right and later, of course, we uncovered why that was, but in yes. that moment, consciously, I was like, Talia, this, this can't be right, but it's 1990. And so I just, I'm excited because now that I know what, you know, what will come forward later, I'm just going to give you all those answers right away without having to question them as much as yes. I was. So
1: that's that's very- any... Yes, that is very common because space and time is something that I do break down and dissect afterwards. So what we're doing regression is we're just gathering all the information. And I know the conscious mind can be like, wait a minute, because you know, when you were born and what timeline and what era what have yes. you. Um, but what's fascinating is I always say just whatever drops in your awareness right away, um, you know, and that's how we experience our channel. And that's how we experience the telepathic aspect. And I do really exercise with each individual under regression to work that telepathic energy. Does that make sense? So I always say like, don't doubt whatever comes in. If you don't know, tell me you don't know and we'll move on. You know, there's no judgment in regression and it's not about it making sense or not making sense because we always put time aside after the regression to review that and I think that's the important part it's not just the experience but the review and the notes yes um and the unpacking and the processing um that time is very important in the session as well
0: 100 so yeah so if you are going to your first past life regression that's just what I'll say definitely whatever <laughs> pops into your mind first but so I'm just going to give a little bit of an outline over what happened in that uh life in San Francisco which is called the San Francisco life. Um, And then we can kind of go from there. So um, before this episode, I listened back um, to this voice memo I'd made myself right after the past life regression session. Um, And actually listening to it was a bit challenging uh, because I could really feel just how tender and honestly exhausted and emotional I was after that. I mean, I was home alone um, and it was so emotional that I just I really felt like in grief and in sadness and I can hear it in my voice. Um, So, and this isn't meant to scare anyone away. Like I said, this is just one past life regression experience. And for me, like, I, I will do more. This did not scare me away. Um, So yeah. Um, Let me see. I'm get. I made some notes just to try to keep myself on track, but I remember, so we came out of one experience and you were like, okay, what do you see? And I was like, I see the golden gate bridge and I almost knew immediately that I jumped off of the golden gate bridge in this life. And that's how my life ended. And so you asked me to go to the body and I did. And what I remember is just immediately feeling like, Oh no, I'm going to jump off like almost like a terror. And I just, I kept seeing myself jump off, but I never actually like in that life, we did not experience that. Cause I remember I felt uh, really sick and I was just my body. I could feel everything in my body. And that's how kind of I knew too, like, I was just be crying. I was like, this is not like a guided meditation because this is not really how I ever respond. My body doesn't usually feel sick, for example., um, but I was somewhere. Like I felt like I was there. And I'm, I'm hoping this is making sense for people. So anyways, I'm on the bridge. yeah, <laughs> and um and I so can you tell me then what you experienced? because I remember you asked me, like, is there a guide with you?
1: Yeah. so I know it was happening really fast. Like I remember. You seen the Golden Gate Bridge, Golden, uh, and when you're on the bridge, you know I told you to like you can see yourself looking at the water. You knew you were gonna jump, and I could feel it. And it was daytime, you know, and I could feel that it was daytime. It was like it was daytime. I don't even feel like you were. you didn't even care what time of day it was. Do you know what I mean? Because you were in such the state you were in, you know, and I could feel like, you know, the sandals on your feet, I could feel like the warmth of the day and the wind, but I felt your guides with you. And I felt like it It happened very quick. I don't think there actually was a lot of time between you and crossing over because I think the way that the rush of your physical response, you knew what you were there to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think you were like, I like, I said, it's time to call in the guides because it was happening so quickly. The rate of your physical response and the emotional response shows that there wasn't a lot of contemplation that happened. You knew um, exactly what was going to happen. And then your, um, a guide came forward. I said, please call in a guide. Please call in the light. Because right away when we do that, it does calm the nerves. It does calm the emotional response. So do you remember feeling once we called in the guides? Because we knew it was happening quick. You dropped into the lifetime and you went straight to the moment of of death. Does that make sense? So (laughs) there wasn't a lot of room for us to kind of gather um, your name in that lifetime. You know, Normally there are certain steps. Um, for us to gather information, but we went straight to the exit of that lifetime, which is okay. Right. This was something that you needed to experience. And we only get shown what we need to experience. So I, the second, I felt your guide with you the whole time because it was happening so quickly. I'm like, Whoa, the guide is there. Like I said, you know, just call in the guy, keep calling it in. Um, you had a purple light that really came in. The violet light to protect you, and I feel like it's like what you needed here in this timeline, but what you needed right. then as well.
0: Yes. So
1: um, when we did call in your guide, um, you know, you you were kind of happy to see her, but emotional. Like I remember you saying like how much you missed this guide, um, you know, and you knew her name was Alora. And she's a personal guide, right? Because we do have universal guides and then we do have personal guides that we work with. This was a very, very personal guide um, who is a a sister to you is what came through. Something you consciously knew, but something that came through in the regression. But I just remember feeling like things were happening so fast, we had to call in this protective light. (laughs) And, And right away, it did help shift the physical symptoms. Does that make sense?
0: Right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but in my mind, the timeline that that'll happen. And then we kind of, I, th- I can't remember. I think you asked me, like, well, why, like, why were you going to jump off the bridge? And I think that sh- Alora was already there. So I think that we kind of talked after. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So once she came in, you were relieved to see her. You know, you mentioned how you did miss her. And then that's when the purple, Pink light um came in, and then this is when she kind of—it almost like time stopped. Does that make sense? Right. Like, yep. It's like you were already gone, but you guys were in a dialogue. Do you know what I mean? Like the yes. action was yeah. done. I, yep. <laughs> Does that make sense? In my third yeah. eye, it's like we didn't have to re-experience it because I always say that, like, our soul was already healed from from it but what we're doing is we're kind of re-experiencing it so we can have that contact with our guides and that's the beautiful part of regression is that we can kind of play with time and we can make contact with these guides beings mm-hmm. um, who we need to make contact with and this is when the dialogue happens so when we call in the purple light we we pulled your soul out of the body. We knew your soul. Right. And the body has already transitioned. And this is when we started having the conversation with like, well, why, why is Alora upset? You know, why why is she upset? And then this is when she, you know, we start asking, like, okay, let's ask your guide why you did it, because the guides are the gatekeepers as well to information of what we just mm-hmm. saw. Because sometimes like right. our conscious mind is experiencing, but the guides holds the answer of like what the soul went through. Does that make
0: sense? Yes. Yeah. So, and so I think, so I, just, I remember, I remember saying to you, she's really mad that I ended this life early. Yeah, <laughs> um, she was. And, yeah. I was like, she's really mad. And then you, you asked me, well, why? And I said, everyone died that I remember just, that was like, I remember saying so clearly everyone died. And then we kind of backtracked into, well, what happened? Well, there was a fire. It was my fault. I mean, I felt so clearly like I like started this fire. It wasn't, you know, and then what we found out was that, um, one of the people who died was my son who was a, a baby.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so that holds, I mean, that, I mean, literally I woke up the next morning, just feeling so shitty, just like, literally horrible I was explaining all of it to my husband and just crying my eyes out I mean that's how like real it felt um it, yes. even in that moment with her and so yeah so it was and of course we know we know more information now which we'll get into a little bit later but I think I didn't I think it was good I didn't know like more information at that time because I think I needed to feel all that and like process that out um, yes. which is still processing, but I think I did a lot of processing that week in between, but I didn't yeah. want to even tell anyone what happens like in the regression, besides my husband, I was just like, no, nope, this is like, so shameful. I feel so horrible. Like I killed my child, even though it was an accident. Like that's like what my conscious was going on in my conscious mind.
1: Yes. Um, and, and, and your guide, she was upset. She said you, you needed to keep going. And, but you kept saying like, no, I couldn't. I couldn't like on a soul level it was almost too. there was like a back and forth between you and your guide where like um you guys didn't agree like you were so set on it she still showed up for you but it was something that you because what we have to understand is earth is a free will planet our souls have free will mm-hmm. and our guides you know they they're like look I would have been here to support you to keep going in this incarnation. And you're like, no, the guilt was too strong. It overtook right. you. Does that make sense? Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, and it was just so interesting because of just, because I felt it all. And then I remember when we were leaving, you were like, okay, like I was getting really sick. And so you were like, I was feeling ill in this body. And then you were like, okay, take Alora's hand. Um, yes. Yes. And I remember that. I remember being, I remember, I remember saying to you, like, oh, I feel her holding my hands. Like, I can feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I remember feeling like, so I kind of remember, like, I don't know what, I don't know what you are seeing, but I just remember coming up off the bridge, but not being able to leave the site of the bridge. Um Yes. And you even said to me, you can't let like, go of the bridge. And I was like, no, I need to jump off of it. And you were like, no, you don't.
1: <laughs> like, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at that point, the soul's already crossed over. Do you know what I mean? We don't have to like, yes. traumatize ourselves. We know exactly why you were there. We gathered all the information. And that's the thing is like, you know, in regression, we know what happens, but we don't have to see the all the details. So it's not mm-hmm. as like we were feeling the like the physical response is why you're feeling like sick and overwhelmed because you knew what happened and you knew what you did, Mm -hmm. but ultimately like your soul was still very much, you're attached. (laughs) We went up into the astral with your guide. And that's why I was saying like, you know, I was encouraging you to kind of like, let's, let's take this conversation to the astral now, you know, take her hand. So I think those little steps in regression and being guided in that way, Really, um does help. So it is a comfortable experience. Mm-hmm. So we can so make that contact, and even when we're like feel our guides hold our hand, it's such a beautiful experience here in this timeline too. Because um, you can get those sensations and regression that mm-hmm. sometimes you can't in meditation. Does that make sense? So I yeah. always encourage those contact. I encourage like let's ask as many questions as possible. Let's, let's have them close to us. Let's, let's hold their hand. Let's have them guide us. Let's have them take us. Um, it, it does make it a difference in the healing of the unfinished business from past lives.
0: Yes, yeah. And I mean, as soon as we got into the astral, um, I did start to feel better. And so then you were asking me more questions and things as well, where my body was like, oh, I don't feel sick. Because it's not like, we did a lot more things after that life but I didn't feel sick like that the whole time like it went away you know like almost immediately like oh okay that's done now we've now left that and I'm not feeling that anymore so absolutely that's yeah, yeah. um yeah so then when we were in the astral that is when I had um several of my guides were there and I it's so interesting too because so then you were like well, who's the fifth guide there was five guides and you asked me who was the fifth guide I mean, I could be wrong. You know, if this is wrong, you, you can, <laughs> this is my memory of it, uh, what I experienced anyways. So it's not wrong, I guess, either way. Uh, but how I experienced it when well, you asked me, who was, well, who's the fifth guy that's there? And I was like, I just started crying and I was like, oh, it's, um, and you said to me before I even answered, it feels like a past life partner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like,
0: it is, it's Zach, who is my husband now for anyone who doesn't know. And I, I already knew that um, we don't spend a lot of lives together in person because normally we take turns helping each other, but he is one of the people, one of the guides who um, really helps me. And I was just like, I'm so happy to see him. And then I just remember crying, I miss him. It doesn't make any sense. And just like, it was so random. But what he had said to me was um, something like, I wanted to punish myself by making myself jump off the bridge again. Um, And I have brought that punishment forth into this life Uh, to to continue punishing myself for what happened um, and that I'm forgiven and I need to forgive myself. That was what came through for me that I remember.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, He was helping you from trying to break that loop. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. It was such a loop for real.
1: It was. So he's really protecting you from like keeping that punishment consciousness within the soul Mm-hmm. Because these these loops of themes, events, they, they, they carry over, um, they, they, they stay within us, right? And we have, um, believe it or not, those who are assigned to us in this lifetime are also guides on the other side. And I know sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, like our minds get blown when we see like, wow, like how lucky am I that someone who was a guide when I crossed over from that lifetime was helping me break that loop but is also yeah. here helping me um, dismantle some of those energies as well here. And it kind of gives us um, a, a new perspective too, on the roles that are, yes, he's your partner in this. I knew right away, I was like, it feels like a partner's there. <laughs> and you knew right away. So my third eye, I I even put like a heart and wrote partner like on my notes, oh. I actually have a heart <laughs> and wrote partner because I was like it was like a romantic so I because I'm writing so fast so I put little right. symbols for myself I know it's strange so oh, I, I have it. like a little heart in my notes and there was a lot of like reassuring like not to forget that you're loved we don't have to loop into guilt shame and self-hatred and carry that guilt you know so it's yeah. super beautiful when we can even ha- like see a different light of our partner in the astral. Yeah, and what it was a really cool. gift. And that's the gift of regression, that perspective, you know, of how much a soul is like not only guiding us and supporting us here, but I also when you said that you missed him, I wrote in my notes it's because he was um he's a partner like he, I wrote, he's a, you were feeling the first connection cord. Does that make sense? Like,
0: yeah,
1: that's where the first cord of your relationships (laughs) throughout incarnations was in that astral meeting. So you felt his first essence, like you like, oh my gosh, like I haven't felt this connection between us like that's why I call it the first chord the first initiation that two souls carry and that's what's fascinating it's like oh well I'm I'm in an incarnation with a soul but why do I miss him when I see him in the astral and it's like because you're seeing a certain essence that you haven't had in a very very long time does that make sense
0: yeah I mean sometimes I'll even miss him in this life it's so like I'll be sitting right next to him and I'm like I miss you. I don't understand. You know, so it, it's so interesting because I think I wanted him to come through. Um, but I wasn't expecting it. Like I didn't really have expectations going in other than I'm going to learn something interesting about myself. Um, you know, and I'm really glad I didn't have any idea what was going to happen because I don't know if I would have wanted to experience it because I mean, even consciously, like, and we've talked about this too, just like, I lived in San Francisco for a little while. Uh, My dad was born there. They actually did a study of the, I knew all about suicides off the Golden Gate Bridge. I mean, why else would I have learned about that? I mean, it's kind of a weird thing. Like they even had recorded people um, because they were saying they were doing a bird watching thing. I mean, there's all these things about it. And I preferred the Bay Bridge, blah, blah, blah. So consciously it was really interesting to be like, oh, that all makes sense now um, in that in that dynamic, you know? So like looking back on things like that and different themes that had come through and being like, Oh, no wonder I was obsessed with learning about that, you know, and so freaked out by the people who had to clean up the bodies, not to get too graphic, but just that all was in my conscious life, you know? So that was really fascinating.
1: But Um, it's, it's unconscious energy trying to activate the soul memories, right? Um, We're attracted to things so we can bring things from the unconscious to the conscious aspect. And it's all layered, it's all interconnected. And that's why I feel like our past lives are speaking around us all the time. Yes. I truly believe that. And I think nothing is coincidence. And that's why we feel um, why it's like, why am I into this hobby or why am I drawn to that? You know, because there's a soul story there. And that's right. what regression like unpacks these things that we're, um, we're pulling and attracting into our vortex, right? So um, I'm really glad you brought that up. Very glad you brought that up. It's
0: yeah, I think that was so helpful too, because the themes even we discussed right after this regression made so much sense. You even said there's themes around child and families, and I started laughing because my degree is literally in child and family studies. So I just thought that was just so funny because I was like, wow, she's really seeing all these things. Um, I want to talk a little bit about like that week in between. Did you have anything else to say about the regression specifically?
1: No, I really think we um, covered it all. And I'm really glad we highlighted that, you know, we can um, go into regression that has tragedy, that is really sensitive topics but it doesn't re-traumatize the soul. Does that make sense? Yeah. We can yep, yep, yep. dive into these big topics without it being like frightful because we mm-hmm. actually are very divinely guided throughout the whole process with our guides. So I just want to thank you again for being so yeah. open about it um, and the way you explained the process so beautifully. So no, I'm happy to continue, but I just wanted again... This is something that's not easy to unpack. So I'm just thanking you.
0: Yeah, I know. Sometimes I'm like, am I about to cry? Oh no, I can keep explaining this. It's just funny. Cause like, you know, it's it's still definitely processing. There's still so many activations going on from it. And so many things I'm still learning. Um, But there was a lot of themes. And I don't know, Mm -hmm. things just made so much sense um, when I was talking to my husband, like, oh, that makes sense why I do this. Oh, that makes sense why I've always thought this, you know. And then I can start to shift it from there because now I have the awareness of it, which is really nice. And yeah, makes it easier. And
1: It makes us realize, like, why do we question ourselves again?
0: Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, okay. So that week, like after, like, I felt so tender for like at least the next two days afterwards. Um, and I knew almost immediately, like, okay, I have to set up another session with Talia we'll just do a Reiki where I'll be receiving versus experiencing. Um, and so I was so happy that we booked that like right away. And I knew, I knew I had that. And I, people were asking me like, oh, how'd the regression go? Oh, what was it like for you? Oh, mine was really this. And I, I was like, yeah, I'm not really talking about it. <laughs> I was just like, no, you know, I'm still processing it. It's still just yeah. for me, like we may end up doing an episode about it. I, I had really thought the next day I would just record an episode all about my experience. And I was like, "A uh, hell no, like, I don't want anyone to know about this because I was still so deep in the grief of losing my child, like, and other people and like the shame and guilt. I just felt all these feelings. I literally woke up the next morning. And I mean, I've experienced a lot of death in this life. So I know what it's like to wake up after you lose someone and how that feels the next day. And I did, I felt like that. I was like, Whoa, this is weird. I really hope this is not last like that long, you know, it was all these things. So, but what I was really grateful for, of course, I told my husband all about it and I just cried a lot. And then we just kind of, you had said to me, be really easy on yourself. And I just kind of took that to her and I went slowly. I didn't work that much, you know, did things outside, um, hung out in the woods, things like that, that just kind of fed yeah. my soul. But, but- we Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. I that.
1: always say, because when you said how you were easy on yourself, how I said, be easy on yourself. I always say you can feel this energy from three days to three weeks. Like that's how big the window of the processing can be because more and more comes up. And I always say like, so that's why I just wanted to just say, like, give a time frame for those who do process a regression
0: after just the timeline yes. that you do need. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, I, no, you're good. I would say it's definitely the most like challenging things were the first three days. I would say that for me. And then of course I'm processing it, but I was almost able to distance from it where I wasn't like, cause it was healing too. I wasn't like needing to beat myself up. I, I couldn't change the past. I couldn't change what already happened. And so as soon as I realized, I'm like, well, I can't change it. So my mind doesn't need to try to go back and change it. It happens now. What can we do from here? What is the solution? And um, I was really grateful, though, because I had a call with a friend the Friday, which was the day before our our Reiki session, and I did tell her about it. Um, And the reason I was so grateful that I told her about it was I told her about it, you know, very vulnerably and openly, but before we knew the more information that came through in the Reiki session. So when I was still pretty raw um, about it. And I don't know, that really helped me, but I was so grateful to have that second session with you, like almost booked like that. I'm thinking, oh, that's probably how I'm going to book all of our sessions, you know, is because it's so nice to like be in it and then to receive and then honestly, several weeks to process it. <laughs> but yeah, so, <clears throat> okay. So I know that for the Reiki session, like what we experienced was very different. Like I didn't, ch- I wasn't channeling necessarily seeing what you were seeing. Um, I was having my own experience. And so mm-hmm. I think let's start with like, what you experienced.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And oh, so when I'm doing Reiki, like I said, it's an extension of my senses. You know, we create a bridge, whether I'm doing regression work, doing energy work. Um, I'm a hundred percent using my higher self, using your guides, my guides, using my third eye using uh, remote viewing abilities always. So I can stay connected to gather all the information of what's going on with the energetic body, the emotional body, um, the light body, the physical body, even sometimes like some, like, um, how the mental body is processing energy. So I need to be mindful of all of these layers. Um, you know, it's, it's a big responsibility when we're working with not only, um, any type of energy modality um, and how someone is receiving it, we have to be very um, connected the whole way through. So I I use my third eye um, to receive messages, uh, visuals, also clear audience from your guides and my guides coming together. And what we um, what the goals were for this Reiki was the past life Reiki. Right. So this is when we can kind of like seal that energy. How can yeah. we how can we really honor now the information that we know, but also get more closure. Right. And I think it's like the alt, it's like doing a ceremony, you know, yes, doing pasta yes. breaky. Like, and we are you know, get gathering where the energy was held, where does the energy need to be let go and released, you know, so as you're feeling, you know, the physical aspect of receiving the energy, um, you're receiving the energy, but then I'm also seeing things as well. And I really want to focus on the things that came through just, you know, because a lot of other things happened in the Reiki, but I really just want to focus on um, how it heals the San Francisco past life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and also too. please jump in, I know it's a different ride on your end versus what I'm seeing on my end, but right away, I knew the fire past life came up and, um, this child came forward, you know, and had a very clear message, you know, um, which I found was really beautiful because this child, this little boy made it very clear that he wasn't mad. He didn't hold like any anger towards you. Um, And actually he was keeping himself kind of to the sidelines of your incarnation cycle um, and not making very much contact or karmically looping with you because he didn't feel like he needed to. You know, because he felt like he wanted you to go through your incarnations to process the guilt. He didn't want to add to the guilt, is what he said. He said, I didn't want to be around and add to your guilt. You're already experiencing it. I want you to heal it. Um, Sometimes we think because we've had trauma with a soul that they're going to karmically be stuck to us. It's not like that all the time. And that's what's really beautiful about this message that came through this past life reiki, which makes it very special, you know, um, was that you were carrying the guilt and he acknowledged it, but also he wanted to not be too involved, um, lifetime after lifetime. So you could heal the mother archetype that was carrying the guilt and, um, and that he, he's not a blockage and he didn't want to be a blockage. Um, and that loss did create that ultimate imbalance that made you end your life, if that makes sense. So if we didn't do the past life Reiki, um, oddly enough, we go to heal it. We get healing messages that come through. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because in regression, it all happens so fast. You know what I mean? But then when we do the second step of now, let, let's heal it. let's seal it. let's let's get the disclosures, let's get the closure. This is how he came through. And it was really powerful because a lot of times, a lot of times like our souls don't hold space to receive these type of messages. and that's where you should be really proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. Where you could have just sat with the guilt and ran for the hills, like I'm not facing this. I right. don't want to. We can go kicking and screaming. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I feel horrible. But you're like, no. Like let's let's hold space, let's receive right. the healing, and then when we open ourselves and want to go deeper, <laughs> and and you wanted to go deeper, which you should be really grateful that a lot of people would have felt like horrible in their guilt. You're like, I want to go deeper into this guilt and deeper into why I I committed suicide. And I want to heal that in my, in my energetic body. I want to heal it on a soul level. And, and your child came through. He said, we haven't reunited yet. Do you know what I mean? And, and like, because he didn't want to interfere, he didn't want to add to it. And I think like how, beautiful is that you know to actually hear this message um it's very complex when we think on the karmic scale of reincarnation and karmic relationships because i specialize in karmic relationships so this was a very unique dynamic and message that came through a reiki session and a lot of people wouldn't think um that's why i do past life reiki i do different types of reiki so we can retrieve these messages and it was so it was it moved me I was like okay how am I going to put this into words because you know as a mother what came up is the guilt was that you had no idea you felt like you should have I guess when you left your home that day with a the baby that was in the home that you were not present in when the event and the tragedy and the fire happened, you felt the responsibility that you should have known. I should have known as a mother, I should have known it like as an empath, I should have known telepathically, I should have known intuitively, you know, like, I should have had the sign, you know, and there was no warning sign. And I think your soul today is like carrying guilt, like there was no warning
0: sign. Or there was Mm -hmm. and I missed it. Yeah. So I, that's what to tying it back to the initial, initial experience in the regression was I felt in the regression, it was my fault. I caused the fire. And so what the distinction is that I want to be clear on. So I literally, it almost felt like I lit a match or, you know, did something faulty that made the fire happen. And then what Talia is explaining is that. I felt like I should have known. And that's why I felt it was my fault. Is that correct? Is what you're saying? Right?
1: Absolutely. And this was the guilt that your child was talking about when he came through to me. So I know it's very like layered because here you are receiving messages and here I am talking to that child from that past life. Do you know what I mean? So you're getting the healing of, and I'm seeing that the guilt consciousness is within yes. your body you know so so a lot of people are like how is this happening during reiki so we're healing the guilt and while we're clearing the guilt we're receiving the message from your child of a past life that you haven't reunited with and came through with a very positive message and i know that's very yes. layered and that's a lot and it's complex and i understand it sounds complex but this was the message that you needed to release the guilt in the yes. reiki Yes. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's interesting too. I mean, I'll say this. So as well that there is, there's just so many pieces to it. I'm, it's funny because I'd wanted to do a past life progression for a really long time, like years, but I hadn't. And I think, you know, you're saying like you wanted to go deeper. A lot of people would have just ran from that um, experience. And the thing is, is that like, I don't think I should, like, I feel like a regression before would not have been as healing. I think I would have been like, no, running away. But because I've done these years of, of building, of learning to love myself, no matter what, which means past lives too, you know, which means like guilt, all that stuff. I just love all these parts of myself to be able to accept where I'm at when, when I'm there, um, was so helpful in that because it's like, I didn't go into a total dark black hole. I'm a horrible person. I, I committed suicide. I killed my child. You know, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I felt those things, especially the first few days. I was like, oh my gosh, wow, there's a lot of feelings. But the practice of being comfortable, being uncomfortable on the healing journey has been really important for me. And because it's not always comfortable, that is uncomfortable. But you just know there's so much beauty that's going to come through on the other side. And also for me, the big anchor point in that was I knew I had another session with you. So I knew we were going to get more messages. I knew there was going to be healing. Um, whether or not there was messages or not, I knew that my body would start to feel better because we'd integrate and we'd clear and we'd release um, or recharge, you know, all the things that we did. So that was really beautiful. And um, the other thing too, is like you had told me that the child came through with the name and I I don't really want to share the name. That's like personal for me, but I just remember saying to you, oh, I've never liked that name. (laughs) And I just think that's Mm -hmm. so funny because yeah, because- it's like just, a trigger, the little things. Yes, yeah. It was so interesting. It's like, why wouldn't I like that name? You know, um. And there are people in my life with that name, even. So it just was really interesting. Again, it's like those little pieces, like you're saying. Our past lives are always around us, trying to like trigger a memory or whatever. You know. So I just find all that really fascinating.
1: Yeah, I think it is a gift to get a name. It's not often, to be yeah. honest. Like you know, our personal guides sometimes don't even reveal names. So, for example, when we work with, like, ascended masters, we know how to call them in by name, you know. But when it comes to um, karmic uh, personal guides, can be um, ancestors, karmic relationships, Um, you know. It's sometimes harder to get names when it comes to the personal guides or uh, past life relationships. So, getting a name is actually a big gift, you know. It's actually not... uh, Common, do you know what I mean? In regression, yeah. does that make right. sense? So, um, to get a name, even in Reiki, was beautiful. Um, and I always like to say, like, these, like, we can retrieve these information, but when we do get a name, those names are activations, you know, and that's why they are personal. Right. Even if we do get our past life names or our guides' names, they are personal because it does bring up an energy. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I say names can not come up. And when they do come up, they are personal and they are powerful.
0: Yeah. It's so, it's so interesting. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to share about the Reiki?
1: Um, I know it doesn't sound like traditional Reiki again, you know, that's the disclosure. Um, it goes really, really deep into the soul memory when we're working with it, but I think it's, um, Beautiful that we can use energy work to heal karmic energy lines that are within us, um, not just energies that we're like are from this lifetime. Energy does go beyond space and time, so it can go backwards and forwards. And I think that's the exciting thing about Reiki. And again, thank you for being so open to that process. Yes. Um, because a lot of messages do come through my Reiki sessions. Um, I think like there's just there was just as much to talk about after this reiki uh, as the regression. Does that make sense? There was but, we talked
0: for like forty and five minutes.
1: Oh yeah, there was a lot to to go through because of like how our energetic body is holding these soul memories and these stories. So um, it's again, thank you, and I think it was just you learning through this child you know, um, and his energy, you know, that he was, he was teaching you again, like how to trust science, how to trust your intuition too, because I think he felt a lot of guilt for like not having that control, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So he it's themes that we can use today that come forward in Reiki and regression, um, themes that bring awareness to like, what's, like in our inner and outer world, if that makes sense. So um, I think it was, it's just, I think it just, we kind of discovered how you can merge both practices really beautifully to get different information.
0: Yes. And I too, for listeners, just like keep in mind that we literally only talked about one little snippet of my entire regression experience and just how much information came from just that Um, That's how powerful they are. And there was a lot of information that came through overall and from the other ones as well. Um, I felt like the two lives that came forward, two and a half, it's it's complicated, but the things that I experienced that came forward, I felt were the experiences, the past lives that have been affecting me the most in this life right now. Um, So like the, the themes that came through and the things yet to be healed, Um, and that's why I feel like we went right to them. Um,
1: Yes, so this is the difference because I do channeling work and then there's regression and Reiki. (laughs) So what's interesting is, is when we go into, let's say, a reading, a card reading or a channeled reading, we come in with like intention and questions, right? With energy work and regression work and remote viewing, they know exactly what we need to see and experience. <laughs> yes. And I call it the ultimate frequency match. It is going to match your consciousness where it's at today. It is going to match where you are in your healing journey directly. It is so specific. I can't like it's mind blowing. Does that make sense? So you're saying like everything that came through was exactly what I needed to either release to process to purge it was and and that's like it it's it has an intelligence of its own the process and you have to trust it so it's yes. different than like going in like we can go in with intention absolutely intention and the power of intention like i'm not going to dismiss but it's almost like we go in like so open so raw mm-hmm. so vulnerable um that it knows exactly point to point where we're going I don't know if that kind of sums it up yeah Exactly. no I do
0: I do I I think that what came through was exactly what like what I needed to work on right now like what I was capable of working on right now like what has been coming up for 34 years in this life that wants to be healed and released uh fully um so and I was just thinking did I lose it (laughs) did I lose it is it gone uh I don't know. I'm just thinking. as we're talking about it, like we said, more was going to come through and come up and be clear just in this conversation. And so this is going to bother me, but I don't want to. Um. <laughs> oh, well, I, okay. I can't remember it now, but I'm sure it'll come to me later and then be like, no, I shouldn't have shared it. But um, it doesn't matter. Because I sometimes think when I forget something, it just wasn't meant to be um, in the episode or in the conversation. So. Anyways, I, yeah, I just think that the themes that came through were really, really important and I am, I'm still picking things up. I'm still noticing things. I'm still like, oh, maybe that's why I do this. And also to say too, when I was experiencing the energy work, um, the second session, I was having my own little journey. And so things came through for me as well that were so beautiful um, and I could feel it a lot. And I mean, I'm really sensitive doing energy work, but I could just feel all that energy moving around and um and I remember it just being like I wanted to help you and and I just remember feeling like Ellie like you're receiving now like you can stop you know what I mean almost even like that guilt maybe was part of that as well so I definitely know there has been a lot of guilt even for like where I don't even understand like why do I feel guilty about this doesn't even make sense in my Mm -hmm. conscious mind um so to have all that come through I think was just so important Yes. But I just want to thank you Talia. I think that you have such beautiful gifts. I'm so grateful you share them. I'm so glad we connected and had this experience and that you're you were open to coming on here and just sharing about your experience too. And people can understand a little bit more about what a regression is like, just the steps as well. Um yeah, we told like my story in this but also just how you do it and how you're taking the notes and then the long discussions we have afterwards. It's not just you're in the experience and it's over. And even with the Reiki, like, I wasn't just in the experience and it was over and I was left to be like, well, what happened? You know, like, we really talked about it. Um, and you shared with me what had come through for you, which I think was really powerful as well.
1: Yeah, And then it's also very just, important.
0: Yeah. And just, you know, the support that you've given me when I've checked in with you and been like, I'm feeling this way. Is this normal? You know, like, and it's just... Um, yeah, it's just very calming, very helpful. And I just appreciate it. So thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. Uh, You're always you welcome. Thank you for
1: having me. Honestly, I feel like we have so much to talk about, um, you know, <laughs> and I'm always here because I think you know about me. I live for these conversations. Yes. So thank you. It just feels so good that I have a space where I can share because, you know, what I do day to day you know, one, obviously this is all confidential work, but sometimes my mind is like blown. It's like what, <laughs> what the soul holds, um, each soul and each soul memory. <laughs> and, and we, like I said, we only impact like one lifetime that came through one session. We had multiple yeah. things come through in one session. And that's why it takes, like I say, three days, like three weeks, some people can still feel it, but they carry it like The what they've learned, um, always with them, you know, and I think that's why it's just like, this work, past life work is powerful. And that's why I'm just so grateful that you held space for me to kind of voice like the breakthroughs, and the infinite possibilities.
0: Yes,
1: we hold, you know, and all I want to do is just open it up. And then also, I want to talk about it. And that's the thing, I'm not I'm really passionate about the discussion after. So thank you for mentioning that because that's where we can put the pieces together because it does happen really quickly. You know, we want to be able to ground and anchor the information because that's us learning about our soul. And I think that's like what the healing journey is, is we, we we want to answer as much of those questions that keep coming up and and I'm always happy to do that you know to go over these disclosures
0: right and and you see it differently too like I was experiencing all those things in the regression and then you were able to actually connect them all like connect the themes that I experienced and that I was like oh that makes sense that makes sense as we're just having experienced it and if I just would have gone about my day I would have been like I feel horrible what was the you know what I mean was the point but you were like no let's bring it back to these other themes this is what came through and you put it all together so beautifully at the end I was like okay that makes sense um so it was all really helpful but thank you so much and I you know what I look forward to having you on again soon I'm just gonna put that out there uh, right now
1: (laughs) all right well thank you and I'm here anytime so thank you
0: wow you guys so that was a big episode I really hope that you were able to follow it We did as best as we could. There's so many layers to past life regressions, and we are in Mercury retrograde and eclipse season. So, communication. I literally just lost my train of thought at one point. I couldn't come back. I had to pause it. Like, I could not get to it. So, please, please, please reach out to either of us. Um, Let us know your takeaways and all of that good stuff. I do want to add that Talia um, is going on maternity leave, but she'll be back like mid June, early July, just depends on how things land. Um, and opening up her books again, this regression session was so incredibly healing and helpful. And I'm just so excited, uh, for more work with her. And I just love chatting with her. So if you have other questions for her, you just send them my way because we will have her back for a part three, a part four, a part 20, a part 25, you know? So Yes. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope you have just a beautiful day and I hope that you took a lot from this episode. Thank you so much for hopping on today. I would love to know your favorite takeaway from this episode. You can find me on Instagram at a nourishing place or let me know in your review. Community is so important to me and within a nourishing place. I would love to connect with you further, sending you so many blessings and so much love.